Welcome back, Rice Dynasty. This is the Rice Dynasty villain coming to you out of Seattle, Washington. Yes, I know you're not rooting for me. You're all rooting against me. That's fine. Here I am, once again, 1-0, as I always start the season. Joined, as usual, by John George IV, my co-host on this podcast. John, I was shocked to be declared the villain. We hate, we all hate you. Yeah, I was I was also kind of shocked. I don't know. It feels like a couple people voted for you, then everyone just went with it. I have no clue. I voted Anthony. I was sick of this guy. He's the defending champ. Yeah, uh, and he's my rival too. So that was that was probably a big reason why. Right, oh, Charlie was like, "Yep, he's the villain. We all hate him." And everyone was like, "Yeah, you're right. He is. We do hate him." <laughs> everyone agree with Charlie. Charlie uh, is a leader in this league, a leader oh, yeah. and a legend. Also, can we talk to just a minute about um, his counting? That was agonizing. Oh, like, yeah, I gotta to, give it to him. Like, you gotta give him a shout out. Oh my god, watching watching that was painful for me at points. I could see the pain in his eyes. I could see. He was dead inside. I, I felt <laughs> I bad. think I would have been. <laughs> yeah. It was so long. He was just I, counting. It wasn't like he had to do something like kind of fun. Like Tom's, I feel like you could have fun doing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would Even have some fun of the upper pun. Yeah. The other punishments, like when I had to do my punishment, it was like, okay, yeah, this wasn't great, but like, yeah, I'm still eating food. Like, I can eat food. Yeah, exactly. You got to go to McDonald's. Charlie's just <laughs> sitting at his computer for like two and a half hours, just counting you literally can't do anything i remember him like talking about how he said he was going to try to like see if he could play games or something or do something while he was doing it but there's no there's just no way you like have to focus on yeah you got to concentrate on where you're at oh man it was really tough to watch but i I gotta give him credit because we were i mean i was especially after his villain comments antagonizing him you know, putting some stuff in there. And he was like looking through the camera into my soul and just glaring me down. <laughs> and I like loved every second of it. Are. Well yeah. done, Charlie. Good job, Charlie. Um, yeah, shout out to him for that. Uh, unfortunately, did we, I thought it would pay off for him, but did not help his team at all as he was the lowest scoring team this week. So, Yeah, not even close. He had no shot. I mean, Dep- come on. Depressing. I, I'm the villain. I got to strike down his Iron Man photo and this hero here. (laughs) Iron Man dies in Endgame, Charlie. Classic mistake. One of those two teams, though, has a Rice Dynasty ring, right? (laughs) And it's Charlie. So I think that win matters more to him. He'll take that one to the bank. I don't want to get too fired up too early. (laughs) I guess you're not wrong. (laughs) Technically, that's a fact. Uh, Uh all right yeah week one week one we had some exciting matchups um tom and anthony ended up being pretty close after tom had a real rough start with joseph burrow and then uh uh jack didn't put up as much of a fight as i thought he would against quinn but that was the other close game close ish i mean it was still a 20 point game we talked about all the controversy we were going to have in the league this year i still think we're going to have it but week one certainly did not show it Um, awful schedule awful schedule 
we got the brand names winning all the first week, um, including Chris, who just <laughs> he lived up to expectations. Let's put it that way. He yeah, just that- dropped everybody. Justin Jefferson was incredible. Um, yeah, these these games really weren't all that close, uh, even though the NFL games were all pretty close, which is typical. So that was fun. Um, okay, should we jump right into the power rankings here? Yeah, let's go. Okay. John, number 10, who you got? I have Nick at number 10. Um, despite him not being he, – he was close to the lowest scoring team. Charlie beat him out for that. Um, but overall, just looking at their rosters, I'm a, I'm a little more uh, skeptical on Nick's a little more scared for Knicks, especially looking at his starting lineup. I mean, yeah, if he's going to have to start people like A.J. Green or Robert Woods each week, I think he's going to just – it's going to be hard for him to win. Luckily, you know, you got someone on, some people on your bench, maybe Curtis Samuel sticks somehow. Uh, he looked good. Um, Zay Jones got a good amount of targets. So maybe those two could be a, a nice little flex. Gabe Davis is a positive as well. Uh, but overall, like – Melvin Gordon in week one not looking good is is very scary. This could this could be a sign of the times finally for Melvin Gordon, but who who knows with that guy? And then ETN, um, or rather Robinson looking <laughs> just normal, like he didn't even get injured, is a little scary for ETN as well. Uh, that was so. exciting to see for James Robinson, but we'll get into that. Yeah, um, I'll talk about Nick in a minute here. Uh, I've got Charlie at number ten. That was an abysmal performance by Charlie. Um, and I, I don't like this roster that much. I mean, he moved Jamal Williams into the starting lineup, which maybe that pays off for him. But um, Chris Godwin got hurt again. Uh, Michael Carter did okay, but I think those opportunities are going to slowly go down. Similar to, I think, Rashad Penny's opportunities are going to slowly go down. Um DK Metcalf was targeted seven times, but that's only 36 yards. Geno's not going to unload it deep. Um, Montgomery looked utterly helpless out there 17 carries for 26 yards is like yeah. it's like uh oh god what was that one guy peyton barber-esque yeah, yeah. miss that dude Disgusting. um I, I don't like this team Mari cooper with uh jacoby Brissett at quarterback is just not going to be good he's got people on his team that aren't even like rostered so i don't know what you do at this point if you're charlie like it, his team's just not good I, i'm gonna put him at 10 yeah how has he kept cole beasley at this point just drop this man uh, yeah, he's my number nine. I agree. Both Nick and Charlie's teams sort of depress me at this point. Um, and it's it's sad for especially Charlie to have like such a – his highest prospect in DK Metcalf just like go down to this this value all of a sudden just because he loses his quarterback. I mean, that's fantasy football for you. It just – one year you'll have like one of the most valuable dynasty assets the next year – he has Geno Smith as his quarterback. Um, so, yeah, very sad. Godwin, yeah, you mentioned injured, and I agree. That's what I was going to say. The one positive in his starting lineup, Michael Carter, that might be his best fantasy week of the season. So that's that's also sad. Um, yeah, Charlie's team looking looking a little depressing. He's, he's going to have to make some moves or wait for someone to show some value to make even more moves, and it's going to be tough. Maybe trade Lamar, but everyone, all the good teams have quarterbacks already, so it's tough. Yeah, in a 10-team league, quarterbacks aren't quite as valuable, especially in a one-quarterback league, 10-team ten, ten leagues with um, yeah, with one quarterback. Lamar might go for something, but honestly, Nick got the most value for Lamar in a first-round pick. 
that's why I put Nick here at nine. Um, his team underperformed. I don't think it's as bad as Charlie's, though. Uh, the reason being, I think ETN will get more opportunities. I think he he's the kind of manager that's going to adjust and make moves. I think Jalen Hurts is still going to be really good. Um, Curtis Samuel now getting opportunities. He looks healthy. Um, I don't know how much you can trust a guy like Dontrell Hilliard, who had a really good week, but he also just scored two touchdowns. So, I mean, he only got like five touches and scored two touchdowns. So you can't play him. But um, he's being smart about that. We'll better see what happens. Henry, I, I just clearly, yeah, better than Derrick Henry, of course. So. I don't know. It's really close. I'm going to put Nick at nine just because I think his team has a little more upside. It's a little younger. Yeah. He has pieces fair. actually also. Sorry. He has pieces that I value in Dynasty way more than Charlie's. That is true. That is true. Um, all right. Yeah, those two, I think I think that's uh, – I mean, maybe, maybe we can gather my next one in here, Alex, who definitely had a little bit of a step above these two. Um, I, I think I would maybe put him on a – in a little tier above them maybe they're in the same tier who knows all i know is i'm a little more excited about alex's team than those two for for sure um just seeing what he's got in his starting lineup and fournette's still looking like he's um he's going to be doing super well this year so uh, he should be excited for that uh pitman looking great uh nine targets 121 yards and a touchdown uh that's great Zach Ertz looking good. Drake London uh, looking pretty good for a, a rookie in his first week. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, it's. I mean, his starting lineup is filled with like some of the best rookies uh, from this draft. Uh, so those those players should only get better as time goes on. Here, I'm excited. I agree. I think Alex is kind of in this small tier on his own. I think he's a little bit above Charlie and Nick, just because look at like. His running backs are playable. His wide receivers are actually – I mean, by the end of the year, this could be a pretty good wide receiver room, yeah. um, like top half of the league, with Pittman potentially breaking out. Um, London was clearly very involved. Didn't catch a touchdown, but, I mean, 80 yards in your debut, that's okay. really good. Um, against a Saints secondary, that's pretty good. Olave was used a lot. Christian Watson, <laughs> God bless, dropped a <laughs> – perfect thrown touchdown on the first play of his career and then Rodgers was like okay yep you're gonna you're gonna get punished for that one so barely targeted him the rest of the game um you'll see he's still clearly gonna get used in this offense though um so that'll be that'll be good to see uh Jacoby Myers actually had a really nice game I'm kind of surprised he's not playing him over Christian Watson at this point but this team this team has the potential to, you know, go for 100 to 110 a week. And um, if somebody has a bad week, Alex isn't going to be the team that scores like 70 and you squeeze by. He'll, he'll beat you. So I like that. Yeah, that's a nice nice place to be for Alex uh, because mm-hmm. he definitely was in the 70 club before. Uh, so cha- changes are coming. Yeah, he's uh, making moves. Uh, it'll Hopefully he makes enough moves to be in contention before – the reset yeah definitely all right so last week on the pod we said like one through seven this year as they're all going to be competing for the top spot they're all going to competing for a championship michael do you still agree with that statement i do i think um i think we did see a little bit of a tear break but it was one week so i don't want to overreact to that but 
I'll say this. I put Jack at seven, um, and I think that was justified because even with good weeks out of Jonathan Taylor, Debo had an okay week, but you can't expect him to be just like unstoppable. He still didn't do that well. So I could be wrong, but I think there's a little bit of a tear break with um, with Jack here because he just doesn't have the depth that a lot of these teams do. And we'll see how DJ Moore does, but he's got to be better. He's got Daryl Henderson in there now, which will really help, but I, I don't know if he has the depth to be um, as good as some of these other teams. So I put yeah. him at seven. Yeah, I think that's the issue is you got um, – yeah, he had to start – Pollard, who, of course, Pollard was pretty good last year, but we had no clue uh, what was going to do. And now, now the Dallas offense overall just looks like crap, um, which sucks. But, yeah, he had to start Pollard. I have him at seven as well, just to say. I mean, it probably would have been competitive if Aaron Rodgers was uh, not doing his second year in a row where he just sucks on week one. I fully expect him to be fine. He uh, hates week one. Yeah, apparently he just hates week one now. Uh, easily could have made this a competitive game if Aaron Rodgers had scored a normal amount and possibly could have been a bean Quinn. So I think that's just the biggest issue for him this week. You're going to have those weeks where your quarterback just puts up a dud, unfortunately. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think some of these pieces are, you know, it's looking a little uh, looking a little sad here. I don't, I, I don't know. Jonathan, like like we mentioned, in, I feel like I mentioned last, last show putting him at seven. I was like, he has Jonathan Taylor, like – there's, it's not going to be too often you put the team with Jonathan Taylor in like seventh in your league, but yeah, he just doesn't have the depth that the other teams, some of our other teams are just built out like crazy. So, Yeah, we got some powerhouses coming up here. Um, at six, I went with Tom. Uh, so I moved him up despite his loss. Uh, he really showed some stuff. Joe Burrow did not have a good game. Cam Akers was like – Literally didn't exist. He didn't even play. Um, yet here he was. He was right there. He was. He had a chance to come back and win this game. It would have taken a lot. But if he doesn't get those two just duds, he's right there to win it. So um, got to give him credit for that. He's really put together a nice roster. Probably the biggest positive out of last week was that Michael Thomas looked good. And he got question answered. questions answered. He can throw Kareem Hunt back in the lineup. That's fine. I mean, Rashad Penny, that's not ideal. But, you know, if K-9 busts out, he has him too. So, overall, this team is going to get questions answered in the next few weeks, form a solid lineup. And then at that point, he might even start climbing up these rankings. So, I like what Tom has here. I think he's got um, upside going forward. Robbie Anderson looked good. DJ Chark looked good. Um, Claypool was clearly involved a lot. Um, with Mitch Trubisky because he's a big target. So I think he could do better. Um, yeah, I, I like where this team's headed, but right now I'll put it at six with the potential to move up. Nice. Uh, I'll, <clears throat> I'm going to go Quinn at six. Okay. I think between Quinn and Tom, it's pretty close. I mean, and their scores last week were nearly identical. So, yeah, I, I'll go Quinn. I'm a little more – Tom would have been super low if – the way his team was performing at the beginning continued, uh, but they all of a sudden came alive. Uh, but yeah, maybe I'm just a little more uh, worried about Quinn's team after week one. Um, of course, Eckler came out to a pretty good start last night since we're recording this on a Friday. I think Russell Wilson did look as good as I would have hoped they lost, and that's a little embarrassing. Zeke, 
Um, yeah, worried about any Dallas Cowboy, which he has two in his starting lineup. Um, and that's that's pretty sad. James Conner still apparently is going to score a touchdown and have barely any yardage. He also caught five passes, which is huge in the in PPR, though. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then T. Higgins got injured, right? I think that's why he wasn't. He did. Yeah, T. Higgins got hurt, which that stinks. Yeah, that's probably why that happened. That's still a really good team here. Um, and some random names on the bench doing well. Sterling Shepard with a 40-plus yard touchdown. Uh, Devin Duvernay, which apparently Quinn has heavily invested in two touchdowns. That's nice. Heavily invested in throughout his leagues. <laughs> um, so good on him, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Quinn at six for now. Yeah, I'll step in here. Uh, Quinn, I have him at five. I think he's done a really nice job. Um, despite the fact that his running backs didn't have good weeks, he still pulled it off. Cooper Cup, 15 targets. I mean, come on, man. That's like not as good as Devontae Adams, but that's pretty good. I had um, that guy. I had him. Oh, man. Everybody had him at one point. Um, Waddle is just so talented that even on fewer um, opportunities with Tyreek Hill in the offense, and he, he's been a little banged up. So, honestly, I think his usage will go up and he'll be even better. Like you said, James Conner's going to score. T. Higgins getting hurt is not Quinn's fault. Um, and it was a weird game. It was one of those games for the Cowboys. Like Some teams just have those games where everything's going wrong. So, you're just not going to get a lot of points out of it. I want to focus on some of the positives, though. Jarvis Landry, heavily involved in New Orleans, seven catches, 114 yards. Didn't score, but that's really good. That's a lot of usage. Um, he looks like he's going to be a playable option. I'm not going to go so far as to say Devin Duvernay is playable because he only had four <laughs> targets. Um, and Julio uh, got seven opportunities, which is pretty good. Five targets, two carries, which when's the last time Julio carried yeah, the ball? Yeah, that's weird. That's really weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Um but this team has some depth. Uh, I'll, I'll point out too, Tyler Higby, 11 targets. So maybe now that Robert Woods is out in LA and you don't have Odell Beckham, maybe Higby gets more targets, which would answer his tight end question. I mean, that's a lot for a tight end. That's a lot of opportunities. So uh, I'm higher on Quinn. I think he still has got a lot of upside with this team, and I think he'll continue to show that going forward. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for Quinn. I'm excited for Tom. I have a five. Uh, and you mentioned his issues, Cam, the Cam Akers issues. Sad. I, I don't know if I see that being fixed. But everything else was pretty positive for Tom. Javante Williams outscoring Melvin Gordon week one, uh, despite awful start for Burrow. Uh, ended up still scoring twenty points and uh, getting Jamar a touchdown and sixteen targets for him. Yeah. Nuts. Michael Thomas is back. Uh, two touchdowns, eight targets for him. That's nice to it's see. Good. It's really good. Jerry Judy, 102 yards and uh, a long touchdown over there. Uh, that was looking good. So I'm, I'm just over – I'm excited. And also Kareem Hunt, who it's clear that the Browns are just going to be like a full Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, all the fantasy points, which is what they do every year. So I don't know why I'm surprised. Uh, but maybe but especially even, with Brissett in. Yeah, exactly. They're just going to feed these guys. I mean, 15 opportunities. That's really good for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, numbers and he faces the Jets this week so that that's nice does he have him in I don't know he does he put him in uh he's playing Penny Hunt and Javante so no Cam Akers this week which I think is probably the right call until you see what he can do and no Kenneth Walker come on put him in I know what the heck man (laughs) he's he's Uh, limited in practice but he's back and that's all that matters he's back 
Oh, man. He's going to get like two carries this week. He's <laughs> probably cool. making the right move. <laughs> All right. Um, then I think we kind of get in. So I think these two, we, we've been doing tiers more recently. Um, I'll, I'll put Jack, Tom, and Quinn kind of in their own tier right now. And then I think I still have my own tier at four. Um, and let me explain why. I put myself at four. Uh, I need to see consistency out of these running backs. Because I, I just don't know if that's going to happen all the time. Um, Clyde did really well last night, even despite missing like half a quarter with an injury. Um, still got 12 opportunities. He needs about 15 chances a game to touch the ball for him to be good. But when he does touch the ball, he's pretty good. So um, I, I actually think he's looked better this year than he has in years past. He looks stronger. He looks a little quicker. Um, and they're targeting him more, which is very positive for me. Um I think my three wide receivers that we've talked about, Adams, Hill, and A.J. Brown, I mean, they all got a ton of chances. They're all going to be really good. Um, and then, you know, Herbert, despite getting hurt. Uh, but this team, the running backs, I just – I need to see the consistency. Miles Sanders scored. He got like 12 opportunities or something. But we need to uh, we need to see more consistency there. And we'll see what happens when J.K. Dobbins comes back. But I'll believe it when I see it with these running backs. Right now, I'm still going to put myself at four. That's fair, Michael. But I did not put you at four. I put Anthony oh, at no. four. The defending champion is at wow, four. Wow, but I'm the villain. I'm the villain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Now, I need to make you more of a villain, so I'm going to put you at one so people hate you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, I'm going to put Anthony at four this week. And I, overall, I think it's just a, a little bit more of a scary week for Anthony um, than you. I, I think it was a very positive week for you. Whereas Anthony, he got some injuries in there. Um Luckily, uh, Najee is is practicing fully now, but that was looking a little scary. He got he got heavily carried by Mahomes, which he will every once in a while. Um, and you still got Diggs and Chubb looking great, uh, but yeah, Pitts not looking good. He still had seven targets, only catching two of them. Uh, but Pitts not looking good. Uh, Kamara a little banged up and getting out getting outscored by Taysom Hill, of course. Just the usual Kamara things. Mitchell getting injured is. <laughs> is not not good either he's got some flex options but they're not going to be ridiculous replacements or anything um maybe starting st brown kirk um or cooks so i don't know who we went with this week but yeah overall anthony's team's a bit banged up right now um yeah and last night mahomes obviously he scored 25 which is pretty good it's not the 47 that carried and anthony is currently projected to lose to quinn so who knows what happens yeah he did have the elijah mitchell injury um i've got anthony at three uh like this team still naji efficiency wise wasn't great but he's never been efficiency wise very good because the steelers just aren't that great offensively um i don't think that's his fault um yeah, you you mentioned he's putting the Monra in because we had the Elijah Mitchell injury. We could see that coming. Um, he always gets hurt. Sorry, but it, it's true. Um, the positive notes: Jahan Dotson looked good. Didn't get the many targets, but they targeted him in the red zone. Um, so that was great to see. Uh, the negative: Damian Pierce. All the hype. Where was that guy? <laughs> Rex Burkhead Rex is Bur- the man. Rex Burkhead's just too good. What what can we say? You know, but he Rex, Bur- Rex Burkhead's the reason Marlon Mack got kicked off this team too. exactly and if you're kicking off marlon mack you must be really good um 
Uh, this team's still loaded. I think Sutton's going to be fine. That was a weird game in Seattle. I don't think that's going to be the normal Broncos offense. Yeah. I think they're going to like let's ride a little bit more, and it's going to be way better. So, um, yeah, I, I still got I got this team as three. Um, he's in the top tier with you and Chris. So, Kit Pitts is going to be fine. I'm really not worried about that. Uh, Diggs had a nice game. Kamara is going to be fine. They're just going to have to get that offense rolling a little bit better. Um, I'm not I'm not overly concerned about this team. He's Anthony's always solid. He doesn't fall off the map. Yeah, no, Anthony. If he gets a couple losses in here with with the injuries or whatever, he'll he'll be back, no doubt. Um, this team's yep. nuts. Um, but I'll put you at number three because I I was just impressed by um, not only like the week one performances from your running backs. I just thought they looked really good. I mean. Uh, I thought Gibson looked good. I agree with their CEH. I I, I might be biased because I have CEH in another league in which I beat you in that league, and I didn't start CEH because <laughs> I was stupid and started Brees Hall for some reason. Um, but, yeah, CEH, I, I agree. I think he looks really good both in yesterday's game and uh, the day before. The day be- or the game before, he, he didn't get as much uh, carries and stuff, but I think it's because they were just – destroying the Cardinals and they just start playing Pacheco and all these other players towards the end. Sanders also look really good. Like, I don't know. I, I saw them and I was like, wait, they look good. This isn't like the usual Michaels trio of running backs here. Um, of course mm-hmm. you have some, you know, it's the Eagles backfield who knows what happens. And then with Gibson Robinson's already back in practice. So who knows what happens there? Uh, but Dylan looked fantastic as an Aaron Jones owner owner I'm very pissed with how much they use Dylan and then yeah your wide receiver core is just is nuts every time AJ Brown caught a pass I was like damn it I miss him (laughs) yeah he he looked great I'll I'll give him that um Dylan's gonna be interesting with Aaron Jones I think it's gonna be game by game situation by situation on who gets used a little bit more um but I think they're both start startable options like Hunt and Chubb very very similar in that regard um so we'll see. Uh, I put you at number two, John. I think you had a great week. Uh, some really big positives. Man, I was hyped about James Robinson. I know you were too. <laughs> that dude just has been through so much. I mean, like, he had a he was like a rookie of the year candidate, and then they draft Travis Etienne, and then he still ends up being the best back, and then he tears his Achilles, and he's still back, and he's the best back again. And I just love that. I mean, this man... <laughs> He doesn't quit. Like, he really just doesn't quit. Like, he got, like, fewer snaps, but, like, he still carried the ball well. Um, Six yards of carry, broke a few of them. Like, you don't see much explosion out of guys when they tear their Achilles. I hope it keeps up. RIP Cam Akers. But, yeah, I I really liked what I saw out of your team. Um, Hollywood did not score, but he still, like, got a lot of targets. So, these are guys on your bench. Rashad Bateman had a long touchdown. Um and then with your starters, yeah, Derrick Henry had an off week, but you know what? They they were weird against the Giants. That was a weird game. Yeah. So I, I'm not worried about him. Um, Josh Allen did great. Mike Williams is Mike Williams. He's going to be up and down. You saw what he did last night without Keenan Allen out there. They so. should get rid of Keenan Allen immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut him. Just cut this man. Mike Williams is way better. Way better. Um, so, no, this team – it, you know, it's a tale as old as time. This team hasn't changed too much over the last few years. It's a, it's a really good team. You still got your core together. You're as good as anybody. 
Hell yeah. I'm, I'm hoping some of these, I mean, I can't start. My running back room is, is very good <laughs> to the point where I, Robinson and Patterson like popped off and like got so like Patterson got so much use with 22 carries and I'm sitting here like how can I start him over any of these names in my starting lineup though so I'm sitting here like hopefully he pops off more so I can trade him uh, for a wide receiver too a really strong wide receiver too or or even a receiver better than Evans uh, because I think that's just the least consistent part of my lineup. Luckily, I had Mike Williams this week to put in that slot. So, yeah, overall, I'm excited about my team. Everyone's still got insane volume. Cook and Henry got insane volume. They just didn't score a touchdown. So, yeah, looking looking pretty good. I, I will say Robinson. God, it's just one of my favorite sports stories ever. Like, this guy just – I need to get a jersey at this point. Like, every you year. You got to get his jersey. At the end of yep. the year, because I'll usually – I'll ask for a jersey for, like, Christmas for my grandma or whatever. And every year, like, that's around the time where I'm, like, not as hype about Robinson or whatever. I was hype year one, but I just wasn't sure. Um, but last year, Gotta I was like, ah, but ETN's there next year. It's just going to be. Doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter, he said. <laughs> I could play I'm on one I'm still the leg. better running back. Yeah. This is Chris Carson telling Rashad Penny, yeah. oh, you're a first-round pick? That's cute. Hold my <laughs> beer. I'm going in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the starter here. Justice. Ugh. Justice served. Justice served again. Do we have to talk about number one? Can we skip it? Uh, I I'll just say Chris is the best team in this league of all time. Yep. And I'll leave it at Deal. that. Yeah. Okay. And I'll cool. Say we're, his, we're just not going to talk about this team's going to be healthy. Like I don't see any of these guys getting injured anytime soon. No, nope. so. no injuries actually. I think they're perfect. I mean, everything is perfect on this team. They're if you went and you just picked a team on your own. You just got to pick off the roster. Like, I'd pick. Would it be that much different than this? No, it wouldn't be that much different. I would just. No, I think I'd just go down the line. And we're back. Week two. This is going to be hype. Um, John, where would you like to start in week two? What game looks uh, the least interesting of all of them? Uh, let me take a look here at my list. Um, least interesting game. Me versus Charlie. I think it's you. Yeah, yeah it's you Charlie. versus Charlie. You're already off to a hot start. That does not bode well for Charlie Sears. Um, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I think this is another easy, easy, nice and easy week for your boy. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably win. It'll be like 140 to 80. So Yeah, I, I, I have to tend to agree. Uh, who set the schedule, John? Everyone called me the villain when I was setting the schedule and I tried to make it fun and interesting. Yeah. But here you are playing Alex and Charlie to kick off the year. Yeah, well, I paid you off because you're you're the only one that controls the schedule. So I kind of just handed you a 20. Oh, I am? Yeah, <laughs> handed you a 20 and then you sort of set it for me. No, I... Yeah, <laughs> this is. A, I don't know. This was after we almost passed that rule, right? And then I, I screwed it up. Um. So yeah, that's that's my bad, I guess. Uh. And yeah, honestly, I might have one of the easiest schedules in the league. Even even out of the harder teams, I only face Quinn and Jack twice, who are like in the sort of bottom tier, and then Anthony is the hardest team I face twice. So. It's disgusting. Absolutely. Okay, yep, you're going to win. Let's go to Tom versus Nick. Nick is off to a slow start. He only got 2.3 points out of MVS. Um, Tom looking for a bounce back. He, he's he got some pretty decent matchups here. 
I think Tom's going to pull this one out. I think it'll be closer than you think, though. Um, Jalen Hurts might uh, have a nice w- week. Uh, Melvin Gordon goes up against Houston, so that could be a good opportunity to score some points. Um, and now he, I think he's got his lineup set correctly. So we'll see, mm. but I think Tom will still win this one. This is this is the week where Melvin Gordon pops off when he sees Javante Williams on the other side, you know? Um, wow. Melvin versus Javante. Melvin has to pop, right? Um, no, I'm, I'm going Tom. Tom's going to win this one. Yeah. Um, and Kareem Hunt facing his old team, too. This is a big rivalry, I feel like. That'll be exciting. That'll be something to look forward to. Uh, let's go with Alex versus Jack. And you know what? Screw it. I'm going upset. Oh Alex God. gets his first win of the year. Um, I think you're going to see Kirk Cousins have a nice day against Philly, who gave up a lot of yards last week. Um, Leonard, four touchdowns for net, probably going for four touchdowns and Michael Pittman against Jacksonville. I like that. Let's go with, uh, let's go with Alex upset against Jack. Okay. Jack goes 0-2 to start the year. The other issue though, is, uh, you have Jonathan Taylor against Jacksonville on the other side. Yeah. They're not going <laughs> to run the ball. No, they're not. Even when they're up, no, I hate running when they're the up football. 30, nothing. Yep. Well, I guess no, the Colts they, almost lost not with Jonathan Taylor. The Colts almost lost to the Houston Texans. Are they ever going to be up? Should have lost to the Houston Texans. Yeah, are they ever going to be up thirty nothing? No, the Colts suck. Apparently. And let's remember this: the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville in like twenty years. Oh my God, it's over. They never win in Jacksonville. It's over. Um, now I'm going Jack. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Bad to, pick. sorry to upset everyone's um, good mood here. Yeah, I will go Jack to win this one. All right, I'm gonna let you decide because I'm biased. <sighs> Who do you think is game of the week? It's you. It's you, Chris. That's just such a good oh, okay. class. It's like the biggest rivalry in the. Like me and Anthony are up there, but I feel like you two. Like you just go. Yeah. You go hard against each other. You know. We do go. Me, hard me and Anthony each regular other. season rivalry not not as fun as when we play each other in the second round of the playoffs, like we do every year. So every year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's go with Anthony versus Quinn. Um, interesting game here. Cooper Cup against Atlanta will be nice. Um, the Jets, not great. Najee against New England, that'll be tough. Uh, I'm going to go, you know, uh, I'm going to go with Quinn. In He's technically favored at this point, but uh, we didn't get a huge night out of Mahomes. Eckler did fine. So uh, I'm going to go Quinn, upset. Yeah, Ugh. I'll go Anthony. I don't like yeah, like going down these lists. There aren't too many like very good matchups for their players, which that that might make this a low scoring week for both of them. But I still think it's gonna be super close. Uh, yeah, I'll lean Anthony a little bit here. Um, I think uh, Amon Ra pops off the Lions win fifty to nothing against Washington. So. Oh, wow. I do like Amon Ra. I got to say this. Amon Ra is always so underprojected. He really is. You go back to last year, like, the dude got 12 targets in week one. And even last year, like, the end of the season, this guy was averaging, like, 20 a game. Like, I don't know. I just – he's very underrated. Really underrated player. I agree. I agree. I don't understand why he wasn't more like a fourth round pick and he was like a sixth or seventh round pick in redraft leagues. I agree. Anyway, we don't have to go through a Monroe St. Brown's draft stock and why it should be better. Um, This is the game of the week. This is for a trophy. As Chris pointed out, we've got uh, 
myself against Chris Brentopolis. Oh boy. Oh <sighs> it's going to be tough. Um, I can't see. I just, I don't think I'm going to win this one. I really don't. He's just too good. This team is unbeatable. Might be the best team ever assembled. I'm going Chris in a landslide. Wow. In a landslide. Um, I feel like, I, yeah, I feel like I also have to go Chris in a landslide then. Um, no one's going to get hurt. Everyone's going to be okay. And Chris, yep. Chris will win. And he's going to win. I mean, it's going to be, I think this will be an undefeated season for Chris. So, um, and uh, yeah, I think it might be the perfect season. Like literally, I think he might just win it all, not lose once. It's going to be a little boring for, for the rest of us, but yeah, it's, it's just when you see Chris, you just chalk it up to an L. Yeah, chalk it up to an L. I it's, mean, that's an L. Really, I mean, that's tough. If you showed, so I got I got two L's on my schedule already. If you showed someone this team and you'd be like, "It's a dynasty league," they, and it's been going on for four years now, they'd probably be like, "Oh, that that team's won it every year, right?" Every year, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he he has right. Yeah, and he has. So I mean that, yeah, that okay. they would be correct. Oh, they would be correct yeah. when they said that. He's going to reset the league here in a couple of years. It's going to be tough. Yeah, uh, yeah. This team's too good. Uh, final score one sixty nine to uh, one twenty five. I still have a decent week, but it's not even close <laughs> not to Chris. Close. So Chris is scoring. He might drop two hundred. Might drop two hundred. Could drop two hundred, three hundred. We'll see. What, what was the uh, What was the last time he faced? Who won? I feel like you've won recently against against Chris pretty often. Um, yes, those were flukes, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my bad. Those are big flukes. Um, let's go back. So last year. Last year, I think I finally broke through in a fluke. Yeah, and, you did. Um, and week 12, Chris scored 76 points. I remember this. Yeah. I, See, fluke. I remember when, when Chris was scoring under 100. We were all just trashing the man. Flabbergasted. Just couldn't believe. And then in week three, you also beat him. So last year, you went 2-0 and against Chris. Yeah. But this year's going to be different. Flukes. Yeah. Because those, those were flukes. Yeah. Those were flukes. Those were big flukes. Yeah. So I haven't lost to Chris in a few years, but this is the week. R.I.P. R.I.P. We're already, you know, despite a good start. We're calling it. We had a good start, too, but honestly, like, that's just. It doesn't matter. That's just fluky. No, it doesn't matter. Fluky itself right there. That, that was probably a fluke, too. Yeah. Yep. Chris is unbeatable. It's just how it is. Yep. Good, good, good for Chris, you know. Good for him. He's got to be happy about that. Yeah definitely he's gonna love this <laughs> oh man uh john anything else you want to bring up for this week uh i don't think so uh i think it was a good week one nfl wise but our league wise it was boring so i really hope this it was a little boring i hope i hope this week we get we get a, a little spark here we get we get some cool upsets or s- some close games or some some fun moments you know last year we had some insane games that came down to the wire I want some more of that. I think we're going to get it this week. Let's go. I really do. I think that especially this Quinn and Anthony game, definitely not my game with Chris, but yeah. the other games is going to be really close Tom games. Tom and Nick, I think, could be a good one. Alex and Jack. Alex, you pull off that Alex upset. and Jack is going to be fun. Yeah. Everyone gets excited when Alex wins. Let's be honest. Yeah, true. He is the hero. We all get hyped. Did, did he get voted He's the, hero the hero of the league? <laughs> Alex is the hero. So it's got to be Alex versus Michael in the championship. Right? I thought Quinn was the hero. Hey, Quinn and Alex are both heroes. I think Quinn's the more realistic hero because he's the one that's like more realistically going to win it all. 
Yeah. Um, whereas if, but if Alex, if it was Alex versus Quinn in the championship, I think we'd all be rooting for Alex. Like that'd be. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd be happy. Can if you imagine if it's Alex versus Chris? Oh boy, we're all gonna fucking hate he Chris. All of a sudden becomes a villain for sure. <laughs> Oh man, oh, that's gonna be great. If so, that'll happen. Yeah, if, me, the race. if me or Anthony, if if I'm facing Alex and I'm like, what? I'll be like, why is everyone voting for or rooting for Alex? Come on, guys, root for come me. Come on, root for me. <laughs> I've only won the league once. Yeah, come on. I, I need a second one. <laughs> I, I have an old team. No one wants any of my players. Come on. Yeah, root for me. Oh gosh. Um, all right. Next week's podcast is going to be live. It's going to be awesome. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Live is in in the same spot. Going to Seattle. Sweet. We're going to scout the Seahawks. Hell yeah. All right. Good luck this week. Thanks.